You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy is Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. We are back in the conversation. La conversación. This is Damian Lemon on my right side. El Capitán Vladimir Camaño. On my left side, we've got nobody. Ali is not here this week. He will be back next week. Hopefully after contract negotiations. We'll see what happens. <laughs> nah, he should be back next week. He's uh he's on the job. What's cracking, man? How you doing, Vlad? We are doing well, brother. Always good to see you, Chief. Mm-hmm. Live in the flesh. Yeah, man. It's been a it's been a good one. It's been a good one. We uh last time I saw you was man, I see I didn't see way back, right? Way, way, way back, back. Like Saturday. 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 We went and went and did a in the conversation field trip to go check out top five. And With Chris uh Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock and every other comedian you know. Yeah, uh, damn near. We who we have we had Jay Farrow. Yeah, Jay Farrow, you had uh, Kevin Hart. Michael Che. Michael Che. You had Tracy Morgan. You had Leslie Jones. You had Seinfeld. Cedric. You had fucking Whoopi. You had Adam Sandler. You had Rachel Feinstein. You had fucking... Uh, Sherrod Small. Brian Regan. You had motherfucking... Uh, no, we miss it. Jim Norton. I didn't remember. I didn't even he was, see he was Jim in, Norton. He was in radio. The radio right, 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 right. Serious. Jim Norton. Right, right, I think Wally right. Collins made a quick... quick uh, Maybe quick Will Sil Vince. Greer Barnes, Artie Fruquois. Uh, what's the what's the uh, the the female comic? She did a stand up at the end. Lynn Coplitz. Lynn Coplitz. Lynn Coplitz. Yep. Shout out to Lynn Coplitz. Is it anymore? I mean, it was a bunch. If you if you uh you know obviously you know if you if you listen here and you get to go to see top five with a comedian, be prepared for them to tap your head like yo yo, yo oh that's my people's here. Kevin yeah. Barnett. Kevin Barnett, right, right, right. Oh yeah, that's my man. He he do yeah, he's a comedian. She's a comedian. Yep, yep, yeah. Oh, you know her. Da, 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 da. It was it was a lot of that. It was like I said it was like the self destruction video with comedians. Self destruction video videos. Was yeah, that? see, I, I felt like that reference was a little too old. See, and I gotta listen to your reference game. What's self destruction? You, you got Dennis Miller on me. Self destruction is an old record that came out probably like eighty nine, maybe early nineties. The self destruction was a record. It was a. Uh, it was this uh, project called I want to say it was Heal, Help. I figure what it stood for, but it was basically. It was about violence. It was, it, stop it, the vi- it was the Stop the Violence move, but I think it was I think it was uh, spearheaded by KRS-One and them. And basically, it was all of the most popping rappers at that time. Is that the song that goes, you're headed for self-destruction? Yeah. My eighth grade teacher was singing to us whenever yeah. we did something bad in class. See, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's, that was, that's, yeah, I guess, I guess eighth grade teachers yeah, he's singing that. that shit. Yeah, nah, but it was, it was the shit. It was like the ultimate posse record. It was everybody on there, fucking KRS, uh, Heavy D, Dougie Fresh, MC Light. I mean, it was, it, it goes on and it was just mad people in the video. So that's what it kind of felt like. It felt like that. It felt like an all-star game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It felt like Expendables 3, but the comedy version, you know what I mean? Like, it was it was everybody getting a check. Michael Jackson, We Are the World. Mm-hmm. It was a good look, man. It was it was fun. 
felt fun. It was some funny moments. What you think overall? I thought Rosario Dawson uh-huh. carried that movie. Really? Yeah. I think she was so integral to that movie. Like without her, that movie would have would have been a whole different film. Really? Okay. Because she kept his pacing up. She kept him. She kept him engaged. Like she really. She looked. She looked natural. Uh huh. Like she wasn't acting. Uh huh. Um, and she's definitely on my leak list. Okay, so you would look. She's out on my for leak that. list. Yeah, Rosario's on my leak list. On the leak list. If that cloud ever gets out. She was in um. It, that we want to keep it super uh creepy. She Alexander. Was, yeah, it is. I know. There you go. You could see that. I went home after yeah, the movie, get Damon. You, get your, there you go. Get your celebrity <laughs> skin on. You know what I mean? But yeah, now nah, I thought she was good too. She she was good. Uh, some people didn't believe that. Really, I was talking to a friend of mine. Shout out to Nikki P. She was like, I didn't really believe that whole that old. Uh, <clears throat> You know the, the storyline. Where's is it a spoiler alert or no? Nah, okay. uh, I, it could be. We it could it be. Yeah, it's yeah. a spoiler. Not really. It's no real spoiler alert. But the fact that she was like, "Yo, we gotta go uptown." Like if you are, oh, if you're a fucking uh, journalist. Report, a journalist, you don't tell your subject, "Yo, you gonna have to." We go in my crib first. Like you don't run it like that. You know, what I'm especially if this is a big name star, you can't be like, "Yo, um, Chris, jump in the jump in the whip. We going we going to my hood." I gotta go get my recorder. I didn't the even notice that. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, that was kind of that was a little far fetched, but uh, overall, I liked the movie. It was fun. I'm gonna say something that I might I might probably be in the minority on this, but I'm gonna go on the record and say this shit. I don't know if it was funnier, but I think I think I love my wife was a better movie than Top Five. I'm going with that. I like that thing. I love my wife. A lot of people did it. Shots fired. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was just a little better movie. You know, this one was great. It was like the All Star Game, so you got to see everybody dunk. You got to see Kevin Hart just catch a dunk. Oh, boom! Got to see Whoopi catch a dunk in the strip club. Boom! Seinfeld catch a three off the boom. You know what I mean? Like it was. It was cool, but it was you know. I gotta rewatch. I think I love my wife. I gotta yeah. rewatch it. It was good. I liked it. I liked it. I was into. I it. thought Jerry did his thing, man. I mean, I think I, people was yeah. It was funny. That was a that was a nice funny scene. But we don't want to we don't want to fuck yeah, it yeah. up. Cedric the Great. Cedric killed it. Um, uh, I think I think Chris is really. In some ways, he's almost like modeling. He's he's taking after Woody Allen in so many ways. Oh yeah, many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what did you see that reminded you of that? Um, I'm trying to think of Woody's movies. The last one I saw was Annie Hall. But mm-hmm. it, he's like he's he's producing his own work, but he's almost playing himself. Like mm-hmm. he's not playing. He's playing Chris Rock in the film. Like you watch Woody, that's Woody in the film. Yeah, Woody's yeah. not really playing a character. He's playing Woody. He's Woody in every movie, you know. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and uh, someone said, "Well, that's because Chris can't act." Mm, that, that's the point. You know, and uh, I hate. I don't want to. You can't be yourself. <laughs> well, damn, you got to give up acting. <laughs> but uh, Chris is acting. What do you think? Over, I thought he. I thought this. This has been his best acting gig so far. Like in terms of, of looking natural, looking like as if it was him. Because you know, earlier films, I thought uh, I'm not an actor, so I hate to judge. But this is the critique I've gotten from friends in conversation. It's tough because I mean, in this movie, he got to be himself, yeah, or something, uh, something similar to who he was. So you, and then I guess over time, you have you, you don't really expect a whole lot from him acting wise. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was peppered with so many other faces that it didn't really he ain't had to do that much heavy lifting. You know what I'm saying? Listeners, if you out there, man, let us know what you think of Chris Rock's acting. Yeah, what Drop you thought in about What it? you thought about it? Good, bad. Uh, did you have low expectations and that made you want to made you appreciate the acting better 
it felt good to see Tracy Morgan and um, Artie Fuqua on stage, you know, on the on the screen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, being themselves. You know what I'm saying? Tracy, I thought Tracy nailed it. Oh man, he was just being him, and just you know, it was just good to see him. And then he's just doing him. He's doing him, and it was great. He killed it. He killed it. He killed it. Said killed it. You know. Uh, I thought Leslie did a great job. Yeah, Leslie was good, man. It was a, it was it was a lot of great performances. It was a lot of funny moments in the movie overall. It's definitely not a waste of your time, man. I'm just saying. I think I love my wife. Might be a little better as far as storytelling goes. Shots fired. Ain't no shots. Yeah, no, just, did you see Young Ben? Young Ben Vereen. Ben. Ben was I like in the film. It. We brought Ben Vereen back. Exactly. Old disgruntled fucking pops in the hood. I took a double tick. I was like, that's Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen. Oh, old uh, Webster's uncle. Uh, but yeah, Chris's acting was the only thing I got into like some heated discussions with some friends. But yeah. I, I hate critiquing Chris because I think he's such a he's just such his body of work is getting so deep. Yeah. Nah, but it was good, man. It was good to see it. You know what I mean? It's it's been a good fourth quarter for uh, for like uh, music and movies. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm so about this. I think a couple podcasts ago, like how it feels like the fourth quarter is heating up. You know, J. Cole put out an album. I think he did some really decent numbers. I think he did about 260000 He put out an album called, uh, I think it was 214. I forget the name of the um, the street, but it's like his home address. It's a good album. I think it might be his best album, his best album so far. I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan. I've said that before. I respect him. But uh, I think he could, you know, sometimes I think his production could be a little bit more. And I haven't heard it yet, but I heard uh, it's pretty good. The uh, Black Messiah. Ooh, that shit is funky. It is? That shit is funky. Like, yeah, like, like what? Did he bring like, it back? Man, it's, it's, it's like he's back to where he was 14 years later. How's the body looking? I mean, I ain't looking at his body. And it's about the, the about, and it, you know, he says that on the album. What? He says, uh, you know, if you're worried about how I'm doing, I hope you ain't worried about my torso. <laughs> what about you know the legs, what though? My about abdomen. Legs. My abdomen. <laughs> Just the torso? Well, you know, that was a thing what? with uh, with D'Angelo for a while because he got so cut. When he first came out, he was a little, you know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't like... He was on the hood, hood diet, the honey buns. Nah, and the but he wasn't chill. Yeah, little honey buns and cheese. Yeah. but he was sitting behind a piano, so you couldn't really see. So then Voodoo <laughs> came out, and then he got he got all cut up. You know what I mean? And then his shows started to be on some real magic mic shit. Yeah, like yeah, women yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. take your shirt off, that you got you Let know, me so, see that navel. So when he when when he started to get back to his you know, and started shit started getting a little heavier. He got the piano body back. He got the saying? piano body, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a little reluctant to go on stage for a while. And it was taken away from the music. Cause it's for him, from what I understand, I think it was just Quest Love talking about it, because you know they they collaborate really closely, but I think he made the point to say that, you know, he's mostly about the music. All of that other shit is distraction. You know what I mean? So is that as an excuse not to get back in the gym? Hey, I'm man. about the music, brother. But you know what, though? You don't like that. That is extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a real fucking artist. You know, that album is real. That album is banging. That album is all analog. There's no plugins. That shit was played to tape. Like, that shit sounds funky. It sounds like... It it sound like shit you fry fish to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go fry some fish to that dude D'Angelo Black Messiah. Get that you know tilapia know? going. Mm -hmm. Fry up some whiting. You know what I'm saying? Some porgies. Do you, do you got a playlist on your iTunes that says fried fish, Damien? Nah, but I know. fried fish hits. That's around. That's, that's, that's coming into the same lane as like brown liquor music. 
You know what I'm saying? Some red light, fry some fish. If you play spades, maybe play some spades. Talk a little shit. You know what I'm saying? Play a little Harold Melvin, some Willie Hutch. You know what I'm saying? Is Harold Melvin, was they was that with Teddy P? Were they together? Yeah, Teddy P was the lead singer in Harry, Harold Melvin okay, okay, and the okay. Blue Notes. I think it was after Harold Melvin died or left. Yeah. I just started listening to Teddy P about maybe like two years ago. Oh, yeah, Teddy. And my a bad jaw dropped. I couldn't believe it, dude. Yeah, man. Teddy, a bad motherfucker. And I saw him live on YouTube. I mean, I, I wasn't live, it was recorded live. Yeah. Because you look, gave, gave me that look like, what? You got tickets to a dead man's concert? Alive. But he was kissing women on stage. Yeah. yeah. Teddy was doing, Teddy was having ladies only concerts. You're lying. Yeah. He had that shit at the, I think he did it at the Apollo. He had like, uh, he would have only ladies could come. No dudes was allowed. It was just nothing but screaming women. And Teddy, that's hilarious. Singing, if you think you, you know that type of shit, getting his Teddy on, nigga, and then you know, you know, he wound up in the chair. Yeah, you know, which is sad because he was such a beast. Yeah, man. He was a man. You said he was a man's like a man's man's R and B singer. Like he was real. He wasn't fucking around. He was gritty. You know, he was real. He said he sang like a like a grown ass man, like who still had a job after he left the studio. Like he had a city job. I go pick up some trash after this. Benefit. Teddy, the your voice. Yeah, but my pension. You know, this this shit. You know, He's a corrections officer? Exactly. <laughs> I had some ACG boots on back <laughs> in fucking 78. Shout out to my man, uh, uh, for uh, Melvin. Oh, shout out to Melvin Flint. Melvin Flint for giving showing this love on the podcast, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate you, man. You gave me the shout out on the security guard. Look, hilarious. Shout out to my man Melton. There's a kid named Melton. I see. I was on the train, right? And uh, <laughs> is everything okay, D? You back everything on the train, is, man? Everything okay? is fine, man. I'm on the train, man. You I know, know you're a driver. Y'all ain't gonna give me a complex, <laughs> but I was feeling a little bit like your motherfuckers ain't taking no photo because when you're on the train, you always look like you're on the train. It's no, you don't look, you don't look like shit is going your way, even if it's good. But when you're on the train, you look like a, a motherfucker on the train. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got somewhere to go. So when they, if anybody takes a photo of you, that's circumstantial slander. That's what I like to call that. They like, okay, but see if you look at this here. But anyway, con, con, I'm on the contextual train. Contextual translator, right? I'm on the train chilling, and this cat, uh, he was like, I looked up, his cat was like, I know this guy. I love when people talk about you like you're not there. I had my headphones in, so I played it like I couldn't hear him, but he was talk, He was like, I know this guy. He's a comedian. I know him. Uh, his name is Damien Lemon. I like, this motherfucker standing right over me. I'm acting like I don't hear him and shit. Then he taps me. He said, are you Damien Lemon? I was like, yeah. He's like, I listen to your podcast. I said, oh, shit, are yeah. you serious? We in the conversation. Shout out to Melton. I like Mel- that, I like that our fan base is all Mel's. Melvin, now, Melton. Well, Melton was on the on the on the train. I wanted to let Melton know that lady you was on the train with, she's feeling you, Melton. I had to ask her when you got off. She was feeling you. I was like, yo, that's you, y'all day. She was like, you know, hopefully we will. I didn't Because he's an awesome man. She said he's an awesome man. So wow. shout out to that man for being an awesome man. That's beautiful. That's one cool. of the best uh Fucking cosigns you could get on the low. Did you know Craigslist has a page for that? What misconnections? Misconnections, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found out about that. Well, you all the way in the in the past with that one. Yeah, that's been so. Melvin, Melton should go on missed opportunities, and maybe you'll Melton know who that girl is. They was together. He just oh, got okay, off okay, on okay, a, okay. A, they was on that platonic tip, but you could feel it was a little bit of chemistry. You know what I mean? The way she was smiling when he left and all that. So, so that y'all dating. She was like, no, maybe, someday. And I never heard no shit like this before where a woman is like, someday. 
And she said, he's an awesome And she gave him a review. Five stars. Awesome man. Do what you got to do, brother. We just giving you giving you that that uh do you that, ever, that uh that uh that word. Do right you ever there. say no? Somebody says, Are you Damien Lemon? You ever go no? Sometimes I'll say, nah. If they know my name, I like that. I like that. Fuck it. That's what we that's what we Oh, it's not just like a generic character. Like, oh shit, Geico nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you the black guy from Geico. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of them. You know what I mean? But they say <laughs> Damien Lemon. Like, oh shit. All right, what's cracking? You know. It feel good. Or I, when people say, Do I know you? That's weird, you know what I'm saying? Because what the fuck are you going to say? Uh, well, you may know me from, uh, you know, and then they, no, I don't know you for that. When they say that shit, when they say, do I know you? I say, yeah, you probably see me in the news because I saved this woman that got knocked into the train tracks. And I was on the news with the mayor. You might have seen that. They're like, no, I didn't see that. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm a hero. I don't know where else you would know me from. I think we might have went to school. Did you go to school? And after that, I just leave. I get the fuck out of there. I mean, you know, uh, I'm in a relationship now, but what 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 has been your experience with like uh, seeing someone attractive on the train? Yes, oh. That's always been awkward for me. Uh, what do you mean? It's awkward. It's awkward me. because like uh, you don't want to come off as creepy. Like you keep staring at the person, like uh-huh. oh, you a creepo. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you find this person attractive, so you keep glancing in that direction, uh-huh. and you gotta act like you're looking at the ad. Like oh, that's uh, Doctor Zismore. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. I've never kicked it to a girl on the train, never. You know me. I used to, I told you, man, this train was social media before social media for me, dog. I used to be out there. Uh, I fuck it. I would, I, you know, you make some eye contact. Did you have you certain know, lines? Like, oh, this you, 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 you're an express girl, huh? I didn't do no mm-hmm. shit like that. I just, yo, what's going on? What you doing? Like, typically, you know, they might be reading some shit. This is back before, like, the tablet era. Where you could Hard see, copy. like, they would, they would have the book open. You'd be like, oh, okay. And then it typically... In in the, on the train, like everybody's reading the same book at the same time. Like everybody's reading Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, time. yeah. Everybody's yeah. reading whatever the, the, the what a, the, whatever the Gold Finch or whatever this shit is called or whatever. You know, everybody's reading this one book, so it's not that hard to know a little bit about. Oh, okay, you reading that? You know what I'm saying? And if you look like you read. It was a black man. <laughs> you got to end. Shorty like, wait a minute. You read? You know what I'm saying? And then there you go. Go from there. Well, just say whatever you feel like saying. But, you know, don't be don't be trying to, to eye fuck the girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you give her a look, and if she look back and, and look like she ain't into it, or worse, if she just drop her head and act like she sleep, Hilarious. then you know she ain't fucking with Hilarious. you. Hilarious. But uh, if it look like it's a little bit of rhythm, you might be able to make something happen. Yeah, man. This is kind of different. It's, on a, it's different, but I remember once, this is totally different, but I remember once I was on a subway mm-hmm. and I was I was rereading Malcolm X. Oh, look at this guy. And uh, I'm on the train reading. I'm standing uh-huh. and I'm into the book. I, I, literally was, I literally was reading it as I got on the train. Yeah. And I, I put the book down as a white dude sitting like right underneath me. <laughs> Right underneath So you. like you know when you stand there Oh up, like you stand, you, he in the map seat You just got his your, your shit all in his face Nah so I'm, I got the Michael Max book And it's a white dude uh-huh. And I look And I put the book down I'm looking dead in his eyes I'm uh-huh. like did I, It just felt confrontational to me uh-huh. like, Cause I had the Michael Max White dude in front uh-huh. of me I was like yeah I'm reading this right uh-huh. here yeah. Fuck it They know what it is So I just find it hilarious Yeah that's weird Damn I wanna ask you a question man <laughs> Okay I love this I don't wanna ask you a question What is, what is your strategy with Gene Washington Mm. How often do you wash? Do you do you, do you dry clean? Do you hang dry? That's a good question. Bro. I've been because when you find a good gene, mm-hmm. I just had a good gene that went sour on me, and I was so pissed off. And went I can't sour. Find it. 
Yeah, like the the color faded, it shrunk. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it was the best jean. Shout out to Echo Seven Fifty Nine. Ooh, okay. Um, that's my jean right there, man. Yeah. Good fit. There you go. I, look, I you know, it's hard when you lose a good jean to the wash, and it's sad that you can't wash a good jean. You understand? Like it's fucked up. Like you gotta know. You got to know, and I'm looking for, I'm always looking for a new jean. You know what I'm saying? Because you wash the shit like a Levi. The shit, it'll fit great immediately. But then you put that, but you got to learn how to wash it. You got to wash it, wash it cold. Maybe what, I've gone as far as washing them shits in the, in the tub. When it's a good like jean. Like if they good, yeah, they wash them in the tub with some wool light dark or wool light black. Just a little bit. Just fuck with it, you know, agitate it a little bit, let it sit for about seven minutes. Then you kind of wring it out and you let it hang. So at that point, you don't really shrink your jean. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. When your jean, you know, that that's the worst type of, ah, oh, when you take them jeans. Don't, never put your jeans in the dryer, first of all. That's where I messed up. Yeah, you never put your jeans in the dryer unless... Yeah, don't put your jeans in. It's just really hard to, you know, there's certain jeans, if they've survived the dry and haven't shrunk, they haven't shrunk, then you could you could continue to put them in the dry. But most jeans, they're going to they're gonna turn into a whole nother motherfucker. They're going to be high waters. They're not going to fit good. Yeah, man. And it's I'm the worst. My jeans. Yeah, it's the worst. Febreze them shits and hang them, hang them in, the, in the window. My man Chris on the, on the mic. What's up, Chris? Flannery. Uh, I've never actually done this myself, but I've heard that don't freezer? even wash them. Yeah, throw them in the freezer. I've heard that what? too. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know about that one, but I've heard that one. I heard what, roll them up, put them in the freezer. What is that? Does that kill bacteria? Does yeah, that... it's supposed to kill the germs or whatever, and then you know they're kind of refreshed. Mm-hmm. You just got the. Germs I don't know. I've never done it personally. All on your ice tray. You got I gotta look that up. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if my lady would feel about that though. She come in the freezer, go get some chicken out, got some denim in there. You know what I mean? I don't think that'd be a good look. Nah. I don't know. It's tough. So you lost a pair. Lost yeah, a I lost pair. a pair of Echo jeans, man. My favorite jean. I, I'm online trying to find another pair. So I went to Macy's today trying to find them, mm-hmm. and uh, couldn't find them. Echo is no longer at Macy's. They took them out. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. So it is what it is, dude. You, I think I'm getting old, D. Wow. My lady asked me what I want for Christmas. I said clothes. There you go. You Remember when you was a kid? Clothes was the last thing you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get into this, man. Like Christmas every year. Like I ain't even I'm not even in the Christmas spirit. You At know, all? You got is, your list going? What's going on? I ain't on? got no list. I'm supposed to do that thing. I'm supposed to do some shopping. This shit is what is it like less than ten days away? Next week. Yeah, man. Christmas is around the corner. I can care less. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta uh, Do you surprise your lady at this point or is it all kinda of, like my lady, we at the point now we just we literally talk it out. That's a good point. I like a good surprise. I like to surprise. My lady's one of those, she'll, she'll, she likes to talk it out. What you want? You know what I mean? And, and this is what I'd like. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, <laughs> that I feel like I'm running errands. You know what I mean? This is what I expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like there should be a little bit of surprise in the gift giving. You know, let's test yeah. the fact that I've been paying attention to what you've been saying for this last year. Let's <laughs> let's roll the dice on that rather than just being sent to the store like a young buck. I've been Yo, thinking go about to the you. store, pick this up for me, put it in the box, wrap it up, tell me Merry Christmas. Check it off the list. Chop. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I want clothes. I was like, I want some clothes, girl. Just give me some clothes. <laughs> girl? Yeah, I guess I'll call my name. <laughs> give, give me some clothes. Right, when I was a kid, I used to get upset. My aunt gave me a sweater one time. I damn near cursed out. Yeah, they ain't want to see that shit as a kid. Some some sweaters. Because uh, it was the worst, because you burned nothing to the party. All, all the kids got the toys and the Game Boys. You coming in there with warmth. Man, man. Fuck it. 
It's a shame, dog. Mm. What you doing for the holiday? You going anywhere? Yo, I've been locked up watching Ray Donovan. Really? Yeah, I'm on season two just now. Hope I'm trying to drag it out to the holidays so I can watch it. Hey, I, I, I watched a little bit of it when I had the free showtime. It was cool. It got a little ridiculous after a while. Is season two you talking about? I don't know what season I was in. It could have been. How many seasons is going on? I so don't far? know. I'm on season two. I just started season two. What, what's going on? Uh, his dad is in Mexico. No, he has to go back to scoop him up because the FBI is after him. Oh, I don't even think I made it that far. I might not even seen that show. Ray Donovan was a good show, man. Shout out to, was it Liam Neeson? Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber. Liv Schreiber. You said it's okay, Chris? No, I said three seasons. Three seasons. Oh, third yeah. season, okay. Third okay. Season. Chris is on the, the, the information audit. There you go. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm on that Ray Donovan heavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my jam right there. Watching that. Uh, just saw the Richard Pryor uh, iconic documentary on PBS. Okay. I haven't seen that yet. Is that was a good, good one. That was a good it's one, yeah. better than Omit the Logic? Omit the Logic was good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the editing is a little more upbeat on this one. Okay. Um, it's hard to find. If, you know, a new book came out on Rich. Yeah, I saw that. You sent me the link to that. Yeah, I just bought it last week. And um, it's hard to find information that you don't know about, like new information about Rich. Yeah. So I'm excited to read this new book and see, see what they dig out. Yeah. Mm, should be interesting. I got that. I got the Andrew Dice Clay book. Yeah, I wanted to get that. You got that? I got that one too. Yeah. What yeah. you got it on? You got it on uh, my Kindle. Oh, okay. I got it on my Kindle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a question about that. I wanted I wanted that's David Ritz too. Yeah. Who did the uh the Marvin Gaye Oh he uh, did? Yeah, it's really good. Divided Soul. The biography of Marvin Gaye by David Ritz. That shit is one of the best books you can read. I gotta check that out. I'm, I'm, yeah, a, it's really I'm, good. A, I'm a late Marvin fan, but I'm a Marvin fan. Yeah, Marvin Marvin was the shit. Marvin was a bad motherfucker. I'm curious. I heard that Dice Clay book is serious, though. I heard he he goes in. I think he's at that. I think isn't that what happens with most dudes who are like towards the end of their career, like Jose Cantego did the same thing. I mean, when you get older, like, you just know like what? fuck it, man. <laughs> fuck. At this point, I'm probably gonna die before you call me again. So I might as well just go out shooting my shot. Just say how I feel. You know what I mean? And after a while, I think when you get older, like I was, I was looking at that. I think was it Jimmy Carter put out a book about two years ago. And he was like, uh, there's racism in America. Hilarious. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate oh that. Appreciate God. you. You uh, you put that out there right before you're going to die. He was like, you know what? I just want to say before I go, these blacks had kind of a point. It is kind of fucked up. That is up. hilarious. It's not really all the way going their way. It is what it is. Sometimes you get a little older, you just say, fuck it, man. Your tolerance for bullshit is shorter. As you get older, I see that shit so much, man. We were... Yeah, man. <laughs> Where were you at? The tolerance, I can't even get into. I can't talk about it. But uh, yeah, I can't talk about it right now. But uh, we'll talk about it another time. But it's just like it was just a conversation. You like this? Is the fuck we talking about? This is a bullshit ass conversation, dude. I don't know, man. It's I, a good thing. Sometimes I'm like, it's a good thing that I'm in a relationship because I think when you, you know, when you dating and you meeting somebody new and you getting to know this person. And you really only into this person initially because, damn, she looked good. You know what I'm saying? Lust. And then when you have this conversation, the conversation ain't about shit. But you tolerate the conversation because you, you want to, you know, you yeah. want to hit. <laughs> and um, you talking about shit like haters and fucking, <sighs> fucking you know what I'm saying? And you got to act like you, you got to yeah. faint enthusiasm. Oh, word. Oh, Get I know. It's just crazy, you know. I hate that too. That shit is ridiculous, man. Anyway. Uh, With age, though, you know what I find funny? is like the older you get, the less you want to commute. 
Like, you need a reason to get out the house. Like, I remember being younger, I'll just get out the house and get out the house. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need a purpose before I leave the house. Like, yeah. well, what are we going out there for? Yeah, it's got to be laid out. Like, okay, now, what's going on here? And then, and then that, shit could, that shit could change. You could, you could have the best of intentions. I remember when I was, like, you know, at work and everybody started throwing emails around. Yo, we going to hang out? This party starts at, like, 10. <laughs> Bye, skip. You go, all right, bet. I'm going to get off. I'm going to go uptown, take a shower, put some new shit on. I'm going to meet y'all down there. You go uptown or you go wherever you live and you sit on that couch and you let, you know, you, you shit, you, you let that, that after work just settle that, in. That, 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 that big sigh. Maybe you fart, maybe you unbutton that top button on your jeans, you kick your shoes off, you turn the TV on, you be like, fuck anything else, bitch. I'm not going nowhere. I'm sorry. That's when you got to hit niggas with the text. Y'all, I'm a chill, y'all. Yeah, that's it right there. Sorry. That's it right there. I want to, Damien, I think you should uh, license that, uh, the big sigh, because I've definitely been in that situation. You get that big sigh out? It's rap, babe. It's over. Mm -hmm. um, I got to go to fucking... <clears throat> Traffic court tomorrow, man. Early, ah, early. Why? Some bullshit. Well, I fucked up. Honestly, I was driving and uh, I was speeding, and they caught me speeding. Now the funny thing is, I felt like I slowed down when I saw the dude. He said the dude, the cop, when he pulled me over, he said the reason he pulled me over says he felt like I didn't slow down when he saw me, so he felt offended. Oh, his pride got into his ego. That's why he gave me the ticket. So I went. This is my second time going for this case because my defense. My best defense is the fact that they don't show up. Because after that, I mean, I'm in the wrong. You know what I mean? It's his word against mine. But if he don't show up, typically they dismiss it. So I went to the traffic court about a month ago. Show up. Nobody's there. I'm like, okay, well, shit. I'm victorious. Judge, what's popping? Can we sign off on this dismissal? She was like, no, you got to come back again. The fuck out of here. You got to do a, a two-time. Before, it used to be if you come and they're not there, you win. Now, they're giving him a second time, and I hope he don't show up, but I got a feeling somebody going to pull his coat and say, yo, man, this one. There's got to be a reason why they're bringing you back again. Do they make any money off this? I don't know. I don't know. They're trying to keep some money. That's what Something's really going on. Yeah, they're bringing you twice like that. That's some bullshit. What was the what? What were you listening to when you were speeding? I'm just curious. I don't know. I don't know. I might I might not even been listening to nothing to speed to. I might have been listening to just to a podcast, and it was just the end of the night, and I was ready to get to the crib. They Try, got me. Home. They caught me. Why you know, sometimes you catch that open road, and you don't even know how fast you're going. You just feel that open road. You know what I'm saying? You just open it up. You're like, oh shit, we're gonna be on our way. Sometimes you're making good time, and nothing else matters. You gotta take a piss. You like, you know what? I'm a whole list piss till I get to my destination because I'm making great fucking time. And I think I, I just find it, I just find it so funny. Just speeding, and then you got like a like a calm podcast today on NPR News. Mm -hmm. We have Damien <laughs> one ninety. <laughs> um, on yo on Sunday I went to uh, the Apollo. Oh really? For what? I saw Duke Ellington's uh, The Nutcracker. Oh really? How uh, was that? Man, this thing was out of sight, D. Out of sight? Out of sight. Taking swing from when Duke Ellington was I, around? I went with my girl's grandmother. Oh, and, sounds uh, about right. She's an AKA. Okay, okay. I wonder if she watched Sorority Sisters last night. Probably uh, not. She's in her 80s. Okay. And, yo, they came about 20 deep. 20 deep uh, mature AKAs came mature out. Mature AKAs. Throwing signs uh, and everything, you know what I mean? AARP. Yeah. And, yo, they are sharp, man. They are sharp. <laughs> that's the funny. When you get that old, that's about the best you're going to get. Motherfucker's still sharp. They sharp. Sprout. 
they saw us before we saw them. Yeah. They called us out like, hey. And I said, oh. They, they. That's how you get to be 80. You never get caught slipping. And they had little like uh, little jokes and they were 20 deep in there. And they had little They had their line jackets on? No, they didn't do that. They had a little sweater on, a little sweater. AKA, AKA yeah, sweaters? Yeah, little sweaters okay. on there. And uh, they got a little section locked in at the Apollo. Oh. And uh, they was doing the the ski wee and all that. No, nah, they were oh, okay. they, they, you know, trying, you know, trying to keep it uh, you know elegant. Uh, okay, and the uh, sweaters on, I'm sweaters on, yeah. Least, yeah. And uh, we saw the play, and I'm thinking, you know, it's like some it, majority it was majority. You know, it was definitely a plus sixty crowd. It's Sunday oh, at the Apollo. Man, it was all. And the Apollo is associated with booing all the time. Yo, I went in there, dog. It's a beautiful theater. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah, it is, it is a very traumatic place for especially comedians. It's like, I, I, well, you know, it's my first time there. Kind of, I think it's my first time there. Kind of just like a, a patron just going to see a show. Yeah. And uh, I was like, this is a gorgeous place. Like, yeah. but it has that you know reputation. And we saw the show, man. This was excellent. It was Duke Ellington's Nutcracker. Did uh, you boo these motherfuckers? That's what everybody was telling me. Like, they going <laughs> to boo Nutcracker? <laughs> boo! Cracking them nuts. <laughs> Stop cracking them nuts, Ada. But that shows you the... Uh, I, wonder, I wonder if Duke had to deal with that when he first wrote the, the piece. I'm sure Duke friend booed at least one time. You know. Duke used to... That's why he traveled so deep. Duke used to have a whole ensemble. You boo Duke, it was going to be a fucking The situation, yeah. Yeah. But it was a couple of things going on that you know it was interesting because it was Duke's piece, but most of the most of the ensemble playing the piece was mostly white. Yeah, well, you know. So you know, my girl grandmother was she gave us a look to the side. She was like, mm. mm-hmm. Exodus. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but it was it was they had this one woman at the end. Her name was Priscilla Bakersville. Okay. And she sang uh, "Come Sunday," dog, edge of my seat. Really? She bodied it. Did she? She bodied it. All right. Shout out to Priscilla. She killed. It. I tried to look up on Twitter. She didn't have an account. And how old is she? Oh, Priscilla's got to be at least definitely. I hate to assume, but plus fifty. Yeah, maybe. She yeah. killed she it. Might be aged out that Twitter demo. <laughs> I thought her face. I thought her voice was fake. You was it? It was like that. Priscilla Man, Bates. She, Priscilla Bakersville. Bakersville. Baskerville. 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 Sorry. Sorry. All right, young fact check. Yeah, Chris yeah, with fact. the fact check. Baskerville, like 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 Sherlock Holmes. That's yeah, probably why she, you ain't find her on Twitter, B. Oof, she you should check it. out her IG. Maybe she's on there. <laughs> she might be on there. Hopefully she ain't showing her ass with a good voice. And then after that, went to Joe's Crabs, Joe, Joe's Crab yeah. over on uh, 125th. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to call you, actually, to see if you was in the... I don't fuck with Joe's like that. Go you don't know Joe's? Eh, subpar. Go ahead. I'm not into We got the Joe's, uh, Joe's pot. A little, uh, How was it? We thought it was good. We thought enjoyed it. Was it. Good, yeah, we decent. thought it was good. Man, yeah. I gotta give him another shot. We had some one time, and that shit was rad. It wasn't popping. I'm, I'm a, you know me with the crab shit. I'm very, I'm, I, I'm a harsh critic, dog. I'm a harsh critic, obviously. I mean, I've, I've heard this, but uh, with the when it comes to the crabs and shit, yeah, it shit just didn't feel like it was, it was, uh, it wasn't on. Can you tell when a crab's been frozen? Because uh, my well, if it's crab legs, more <laughs> often than not, they're frozen. Crab legs, if them shits is caught in Alaska. They gotta they 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 steam them then they freeze them and everybody getting them shit. They from Alaska, you're not, you're not getting locally. So, but if you buying like if you going blue crabs, you want to make sure that they're live. You know what I mean? And then they kill them then. Yeah. So maybe Alaska, if you go to Alaska, you get them sh- straight up fresh. I don't even think you get them straight up fresh in Ala- unless you just on the boat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we hit that up. It was nice, man. It, it was decent. Crab. Yeah, we had nice the crash spot on the solo show. How was the what was the price point on it? Like 40, 40 For the man? Apollo? Yeah, no, for the uh, Joe's. What oh, we it? ended up paying well my girl's grandmother got some fish and chips. Mm-hmm. My lady got the pot. We ended up paying like uh seventy. That's decent. B- before tip. 
What you get? You ain't getting that? Yeah, my they, they got the they got the Joe Steen pot for two. Oh, uh, okay. My lady and I split that. What else was in that pot? Uh, they had uh, we got the queen crab. Mm-hmm. Queen crab. Queen crab. Fuck is a queen Atlantic, crab? Atlantic queen. That's some new shit. I heard a king crab. They got a queen crab. Queen, so it's Alaskan king crab, and then they got the Atlantic queen crab. That sound like some marketing. <laughs> Like some equal opportunity shit. Uh, well, let me know now because I'm, I'm out here telling people that the crab was delicious. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, but if you liked it, you like people it. looking at me like, "What are you?" The talking? queen, queen crab. crab. What else? What came with it? And then shrimp. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, uh, sausage. Okay. <laughs> sausage. <laughs> I slurred that one. Yeah, man. Potatoes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ear of corn. Corn. Yeah. Two two corn. Uh huh. And then a uh, little butt on the side. Okay. I don't think they put any old bay in there. How many pieces of crab you get? Oh man, we had three, like three big clusters. Three big clusters, yeah. Uh, that's not bad. I'm checking out. I'm getting better at you know opening the legs up, so mm, definitely uh-huh. some work though. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible today. My dad would say sucio. Oh uh, shit, man. What else is going on, man? Uh, what we got going on, man? I uh, I did that. What was going on? Uh, I was going to see Alvin Ailey this week, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, go see Young Alvin Ailey. Why well, ain't sure? I saw it last year. So why you ain't sure this shit? I think it's the same tenant. same production, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same production every year. Yeah. I mean, it's different variations, but it's pretty, you know, it's like you know what to expect. I'm on the Black Culture Tour right now. I see. My lady's taking me around the Black Culture all the Black Culture stuff, light. man. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. On the, the shade by the circuit. <laughs> there you go. My lady does moisturize quite a lot, though. There you go. It moisturizes before the shower, after the shower. I've never been to Alvin Ailey. I heard great things. I've, oh, I know fantastic. friends and family go quite a bit, but I've never been. I always want to check it out, though. Yeah, they had a, they had a person of color. Uh, and during the Nutcracker piece, there was a you know, person of color doing some dancing in the front. Person of color? It was a, yeah. What color was this person? Well, because he looked like he could have been, uh, <laughs> he looked like he could have been like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I looked at him and I was like, maybe he could be West Indian? Okay. So everyone was just say African-American, so. Black. He was, he was, oh, he was that, that he was. He was okay. definitely black. Okay. But he had on this fitted outfit. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I envy this dude's freedom. What you mean? It's, I couldn't wear something like that. Oh, this that. is Alvin Ailey. Yeah. Dancing. No, this is at uh, Duke Ellington during uh, the play. And I had such envy because my, my ego wouldn't let me wear something like that. Nah. Nah, man. Why? Well, he was, he was. I just keep thinking about being a kid in the South Bronx and uh-huh. cats making fun of you for having tight, you know, tight. Tight, tight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, he probably comes from a supportive household. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Maybe he liked that type shit. Ah, man. You know I can't win up like that. Yeah. My father would have a conversation. Uh, I can't do it. Yeah, well, I'm not out there. I'm not trying to. I'm not performing in tights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a whole lot. That's a whole lot, you know. Because you got to. What happens when your joint get hard? Dude, that's always uh, thought about. You know, especially when you like perform with women in tights and you picking them up and doing all this yes. twisting and turning and shit like that. And you just got these tight. You supposed to just stay flaccid and neutral. What if she do some shit and then flaccid nah. and neutral? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to just keep your fucking obedient ass. You know what I'm saying? Peter's got to stand down. Stand down. That's hilarious. Mm. Flaccid and neutral. Flaccid and neutral. Male man. camel toe. He's just out here chilling. <laughs> <laughs> out here chilling. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to the march, man. <clears throat> uh, I didn't make it out either, man. But it looked amazing. It looked. Wow. I mean, the pictures look diesel. That's what people say when they don't go. Oh, look good. Oh man, look good. Was, uh, fantastic yeah. out there. I felt a little bad that I couldn't go. Well, you know, man, I didn't make it out there. Had some family stuff that came up. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I feel horrible. Yeah, I couldn't make it. I know, 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 I know. That's what it takes. Apparently, there was a story D that uh. 
Bill de Blasio. I just read it today. I got to read it more on it. It was like on the way I saw it. De Blasio, as you know, Eric Garner was selling cigarettes untaxed. Yeah. The the story is that de Blasio was the one that, that initiated that enfor- enforcing of that. What do you mean? So he's the one that basically made a statement to the cops saying if anyone sells cigarettes, you know, untaxed. Choked their ass to death? To, well, not choke them, but to, you know. Uh, let them know. Let them know. Uh-huh. So, because he, yeah, he put a statement out saying it was a minor offense. Uh-huh. But then come to find out, you're the one that initiated that. It could be just slandering, just people trying to, I don't know. Chris, you got something on that? Um, well, I know that it's uh, Bill Bratton, the guy that just took over as the police commissioner a couple uh, of years ago. He, uh, he, That's his idea, the whole um, broken windows, windows thing and all that. I thought that was Giuliani. It oh, started same. under Giuliani. Okay. I think Bratton was there, actually, uh-huh. under Giuliani. Okay. He went to Chicago, now he's back. Uh-huh. So it's technically, I guess, under de Blasio, but it's really at the direction of Bill Bratton. Yeah. So. I know you get more time for selling cigarettes than you do for selling weed. This is a harsher penalty because you fuck it with the government's money. That's tax money. That's, that's that says so much right there, right? Yeah, man. It says a whole lot, you know. But uh, you know, you don't deserve to get killed for that shit. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna you gonna go see this uh, Dr. King movie? No, I probably won't. <laughs> be honest with you, I don't really, I don't really see no reason. I know, I seen a few. I feel like I've seen enough Doctor King movies, man. Like how many more Doctor King movies we gonna have? I'm sorry, dog. I catch it on DVD, uh, like on HBO or something. But I don't need to see the new Doctor King movie. Paul Winfield's the only Doctor King I fuck with. I haven't seen that. One. I didn't King. see that one. It was, it wasn't good. It was just the one when I was a kid when they watch it in school. <laughs> That's Doctor King to me from now and forever. Paul Winfield. Paul Winfield. That's probably the last <laughs> thing he did too. It was like you were. He probably hears that shit to this day. You know you were great as Doctor King. King. Woo! You know who this is? Do you know who this is? He played Doctor King. I always, I always, always, always laugh. I, not laugh. I find it. I find it amazing. They always call him the Doctor. The good, the good doctor. The good doctor. Yeah. Well, I just found out some shit today in the barbershop. They were saying there's a. Um, I didn't notice, and I got a. You know, this internet shit is always weird, but it, it looked like a legit jet magazine cover. I didn't know they shot Dr. Martin Luther King's moms in church. The feds shot, I think shot and killed her in what? church right before Martin was killed. Google that, Chris. See about that. I don't know how true that is. Somebody sent me that shit. I mean, they showed it to me in the box. You showed us what was in season four of The Wire? No. When they, when they shot her with the hat on? This is real shit. But, uh. That's horrible. Uh, yeah, I remember one time I was at a. A youth program, and one of the students told the counselor, he was like, Martin Luther King, and he was like, oh, you talking about the doctor. The good doctor. The good doctor. That was what you, that's what they always referred to him. Um, and then, uh, speaking of other movies, Kevin Hart is in like an eight movies coming out, man. Yeah, man. We saw, remember we saw the trailers? Yeah, we saw the trailers for, uh, what was the movies, though? He's doing the the one where he plays the best man. Right, He's right, the right. hired best man. And then he's with one with Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, walk hard or get hard. You get hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, and then that Sony, you know, that Sony leak came out where they hacked the email account to Sony. Yeah. Um, did you hear? Did you hear the context around that? Uh, I heard that uh, North Korea did Correct. that shit yeah. because of the the interview movie coming out, and to the point where like they not even doing any more media runs. You know what I mean? And when they even did the the premiere, they didn't have no red carpet or nothing. It was just uh, just the cops outside, motherfuckers just walking in the theater. You know, it, was, it wasn't because they threatened him saying, "If you release the film, I don't know what they're doing, but they they thre- they threatened him, and supposedly they're responsible for those leaks." And they saying, "You know, I guess they're saying if you release the film, something more could happen." Yeah. But the funny see, thing is, I thought see about fucking North Korea playing around. But say, but say if another country put a movie about same, you flip the scenario, right? 
And another country made a movie yeah, about that. Yeah, we ain't that. going to war over that shit. But will we have something to say, though, you think? About, it depends. Another country making a movie about killing our leader. Yeah. It, I mean, there's a, point, there's a point there. You know. There's a point there. I don't know if I would, if we if we go to war over a Seth Rogen and James Franco oh, movie, man. man, the fuck is going, this is the, this is the end of days. <laughs> this shit gets blown up over fucking Franco and Rogen. The fuck out of here. Man. That's not a good reason. You can't bring that up to Congress. That shit is but bad. I feel like if it was the flip situation, we would have a response too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how deep it would be, but um, that should be interesting. But you know, they they hacked the email accounts, and they were they had, there was emails about Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. um, uh, emails about Angelina Jolie, it was, the president. Yeah, it's president. Uh, they had some shit. You know, Channing Tatum. They had a bunch of it, the leaks are still coming every day. Just more and more shit. Eh. It just gets scared, D, because I feel like as much as they reassure me about privacy. I told you, privacy's played out. That shit don't even exist no more. It's like they keep getting hacked. Yeah. And it's, they get they always get hacked to the point where they don't find out till like three days later. You just got to assume everybody know all of the shady shit you do. If this or Bill Cosby didn't fucking put this into perspective that everything you do in the dark will eventually come to the light, pay attention. You know what I mean? Make sure when you write an email, just just be clear. You don't mind that email being shown on a fucking screen as big as a handball court. Because that could happen. You know what I mean? Like, this shit is, you know, Google, that shit is getting hacked all the time. It's insane, dog. I know a cat that worked at Google told me he could go up in my, um, my fucking inbox. I'm like, what? what kind of shit is this? And he worked, like, he worked on some limited capacity. Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga working Customer at the, service or something, yeah. yeah. The desk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's signing <laughs> motherfuckers in. I he get in my email. God damn. You know me. Ain't nothing sacred. D, you know, you know, I'm, you know I'm a techie, and uh, I always have this conversation with people. Whenever I'm signing up for a new service, and I do it just to, just to, just to make myself laugh, because they all have the same response. Every time you call a service, I go, hey, tell me about your security policy. Well, we have bank-level security. Uh, which is yeah, that's the slick way. They say know. that they've been saying that for like the past ten years, and every other six months, Bank of America is hacked. So and so bank is hacked. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that line means nothing. Uh-uh. Did you put your fingerprint yet on the iPhone Hell 6? No, no, I ain't put my fingerprint on that shit. You know, I don't fuck with this. But I'm acting as if they don't have my fingerprint already. Because you've been tapping that button so many times. I just believe, you know, I believe they got everything they need anyway. If they really want you, they'll get you. You know what I'm saying? This me not putting my fingerprint on my iPhone 6 is not me avoiding, you know, whatever. If they want me, they're going to get me. So is the play is the play to say, you know what, they, if they're going to get me, they're going to get me. I might as well play the game that they're giving me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I don't like all that. I just don't like having my, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm still weird about that type of shit. But why not participate in the convenience of it? Because it's not that, what is, what's convenient about, I just swipe and put my thing in. That's what you. That's what they put you to sleep with. Look how much more convenient you'll be by just giving us all your information. You know what I mean? But then, how inconvenient is it going to be for you when your information is in the fucking world? Shit that you didn't want in there. But if it's going to end up there regardless, why not at least do it with some? Well, it's not going to end up there with my like with just me just being a. I don't. I'm not going to play a part in it. You know, if it's going to end up there, it's gonna. It's not going to be me greasing the wheels to get my shit. And get exposed. Right, 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 you know right. what I'm saying? I'm not gonna play a part. I'm not helping you expose me. If you get me, you get me. I I played hard. You know what I'm saying? But you got me. You know, fuck it. 
Because, uh, you know, I keep typing my passcode in. Like, the apps now, you can actually use your fingerprint to access them. I don't trust all that shit. And I'm a, <clears throat> this is another thing about this. I'd still like the ceremony of doing shit, putting in your password, or even the ceremony of buying shit. Like, now they got that Apple Pay where you just... You put your phone up to some shit and they charge you. I signed up. I signed up for that. I don't like that shit. I like I like spending money. I like pulling money out my pocket, counting how much I'm spending, so I know I'm spending X amount of dollars. Rather, this should be some abstract, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog type of video game shit. I'm just coins in in the world. So you like the feeling of cash? I like to know I'm spending X amount of dollars. Rather than at the end of the month, I'm looking at my fucking statement and be like, wow, I really played myself. I was out there spending like I ain't had no fucking clue. Like when you pull out, like when you when you buy some shit and then you pull out, you know, shit costs $100 and you pull out your last $100, you you take a second and say, do I really want this shit? Last $100, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Fuck that. I'm good. You start looking at the $100 in your hand you start looking at that shit that you was about to buy. You're like, nah, I'm cool. I don't need it that bad. Whereas with plastic, you're a little more. Not even plastic. It's your phone. Yeah, it's your phone now. <coughs> That's weird to me. I just feel like they're, they're, they're putting us in a position where they're almost forcing you to get in the game. Otherwise, it's going to be left out. Yeah. Yeah. Cash is king, though. Who ain't going to take cash? At this point, they're trying. Cash is a motherfucker. Unless they stop producing cash, that's the only way it's going to really kill it. I'll definitely take cash over so you're everything not, else. You're not into like reward points, like travel miles and all that? Like I don't believe all of that shit. You got to really be up on that. Your cash back is applied. Okay, you can use your cash back if you buy some shit from Sparrow's or you buy some shit from Aunt Annie's fucking pretzels. You can get $5 that you could put towards that. That ain't real money. Like if it's real rollover cash, let me put that shit in my account. You know what I'm saying? All of these... Reward points and shit like that, man. It's cool when it works out for you, but when it's just, you know, I was I was watching Wall Street again, and you know, the first one or the second one? Not Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, they were talking about, you know, how when you tell somebody their stock has made X amount of money, tell them you got another idea before they cash out. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, you got to say, hey, right, let me take that. Let me take my money. And at that point, they got to get their money. And that's real. It's, the game is over. But if you're a broker, you got to say, oh, I got something else I for you. I got a hotter stock yeah, for you. Yeah, and they, and they keep this, you know, you got money, but you don't have money. You got money in the system. And ultimately, it's probably not going to go your way. You know what I'm saying? So you see these more as like gimmicks? Some of it. Some of it is gimmicks to get you to spend more. Some of it's, you know, incentives and things like that, you know. Listen, I'm not telling you how to spend your money or how to do it. I'm just saying what I do. Certain shit I just don't get into. Certain shit I just don't get into. I'm a little old school when it comes to the paper. No, I hear you with the cash. I do find when I use cash, I'm more hesitant. I just like cash. I could count $67 and smile. You know what I mean? If it's like a couple <laughs> tens and some fucking di- If I got enough to just thumb through... I could feel good with just sixty seven. Do you think? Do you dollars. think that's part of like the era you come from, like the the hip hop videos we grew up watching, and Cash was always in the video, kind of Cash. Yes and no. I and mean, we had an affinity for Cash. We still got an affinity for Cash. You know, like you, yeah. You see these movies and the motherfuckers making money. Even in a movie, there's stacks of cash. You don't see like you know you rarely see like just numbers on a screen <laughs> see a motherfucker looking at his eyes yeah oh my god you know what i mean look at my apple pay 
Look at my PayPal. Nah, I want to see some fucking bricks of cash. Well, it's only movies where they're dealing in stocks, where they show a screen and like exactly it's ticking up. Yeah, but you're right. Like you're not gonna watch Blow, and he's not gonna be like, oh, look at this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard to show decadence in the in the, in the future years. Like, how, how you gonna show decadence in 20 years from now? You gotta have cash. Cash is cool, man. Cash is compelling too. Through the years, man, you got some throwback Thursday bills. Got some big face 20s. You know what I'm saying? You might have the old hundred from a few years ago. Yeah. Fuck it, man. A lot of people don't understand cash, though, man. They be, uh, they, I see, I, you, you watch Instagram, people are like, counting their cash on top of a bed, on top of a pool table. And it's like, yo, you realize that uh, Uncle Sam is watching. Let him watch. As long <laughs> as you paying Uncle Sam, you good. You can, yeah, you can stunt. As long as you know who to pay. Right. As long as everybody else got paid, you could, you could play around with your money. As long as you know exactly who to pay. Pay the government first. Then pay, then pay whoever else needs to get paid, but pay yourself. Then pay your motherfuckers somewhere else. But yeah, how are you with? Are you into investing? Do you like you like playing a, the game? A little bit, a little bit. I could be more. I could be more into it. You know, I like to just save the paper. <laughs> you love cash, D. I love you it, love man. cash. I like, to see, I like to stay save the paper. So you 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 not into assets? <sighs> like cash. Cash is a great asset because cash. Cash, you don't got to go have an evaluation. You don't have to have the valuation of it. Like, if you go buy some art, you hope that that art goes an up. appraisal. Yeah, but you would be so sick if you bring this shit to somebody and they looking at you and say, yeah, this shit, this ain't worth nothing. This ass, I'll give you $40. $40? I paid 40 for this shit 12 years ago, thinking it was going to be at least $80. This nigga giving me $40. I could have just put that forty dollars in the bank for twelve years and, and yielded maybe seven dollars. The funny thing is that people don't see cash as a as an item to own. They see it as something to use to spend. Does that make sense to you? See what I'm saying? I can see that. I, can, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it's not much cash. Is it's it's not much about it. It just represents it. it it's a symbol of potential. You know what I'm right. saying? I could trade this for various things. You know what I mean? If I got enough of it, it could it could afford me this. You know, the cash is whatever. Money is the what is whatever. As I've as matured, man, I've have noticed that my spending goes more towards experiences versus things. Yeah, because that's what you're gonna remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how many pairs of sneakers can you buy that you really gonna remember? Yeah. You know, even though I like to buy some sneakers every so often, it feels like a receipt. You know what I mean? It feels like it feels like something tangible for all the hard work you do. I'm like, all right, I see. Okay. That got me that. Also, a good steak. Yeah, good steak. I had a good steak last week, dog. Yeah, from where? At the at a hotel. I was at the uh, the JW Marriott by Central Park South. Okay. And I got the filet mignon. Ah. Uh. Medium, medium well, medium. What did I get? Medium well. J D. Bananas. Oh. You went dolo? Or you went with your lady? No, I was with my boy. He was in town. Uh huh. And we had a little per diem. Oh, yeah, you know, I was about to say aspirational living because I'm like, where you? We said, what's the per diem? And we went in. Went hard body. He got the salmon. I got the young filet mm -hmm. mignon. And you know when you got a good steak, when the first bite you give it, uh -huh. your, your your body goes, let's enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Take Slow down. Take it easy. And I swear to God, the every bite was just full of just Crazy. flavor and... Yeah, I wanted to go down and hug the chef. How much was it? What was the charge? Uh, the price on the the, the the you know retail price, whatever they had, was forty nine dollars. Mm -hmm. They got the gratuity and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I gotta go to more steakhouses, man. You a steakhouse dude? I like steak. 
Or a good steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, I like a good steakhouse. I don't go as I try to go like man, I go like maybe once a year, once or twice a year. You don't want to go super crazy on the steak. I love a good fucking steak. I could plug you into a, a couple good places to go get a good steak though. Man, it's it's, it's a it's a luxury. It's a nice you know when it's done right. Oh, it's official. I was eating that steak, man. I was like, I don't know how I'd be a vegetarian because yeah. this steak right here is. Man, I don't get it. Shout out to the JW Marriott. That yeah. steak was official. Well, there you go. I bought a grill, by the way. Did you kind of outside grill? Or? Nah, a little inside joint. It's called the T-Fowl Grill. It shows you how lazy I am, D. This grill has settings for the type of meat you put in it. Oh, uh, okay. So it has little pictures of steak, chicken, mm-hmm. and you hit the image, and it'll cook it right to perfection. Interesting. Interesting. So I've been, I've been making steaks, pork chops, uh, chicken. It's like a flat grill? Nah, so, you know, it's the closed grill you put top down. Uh, so it's like a foreman like grill. Like a foreman grill, oh, except okay. the, uh, you know, the plates come off and it has the settings. Oh, that's interesting. Easy to clean. Right. And uh, something about grilling as a as I don't know if it's a guy thing, but yeah, it's addictive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just fucking charring that meat. Still <laughs> <laughs> <Just that. laughs> You feel like a fucking caveman. You feel like this is how it was supposed to be. Just <laughs> you eat your steak raw, or you eat? I mean, medium. What do you go? Medium rare? Where, medium well? What do you? I go medium well, man. I can't see. I can't see blood I like that. I can't either, Chris. What are you? You going rare? You know, I used to go medium well a lot because my mom was always like, "No, you can't eat it." Right. I, I'm like, I'm a medium now. You're I'll a go medium? medium and everything. Yeah, I don't like my shit to be too pink. Like uh, I can't do it either, man. Yeah, I like I like it to, you know. But they say, yeah, they say, you know, it should be medium well or medium medium rare. It's the it's the ideal way to eat. It. I don't like it when it's too. Because now I can't enjoy it. Now I'm in my head thinking, thinking about am I going to be sick in a couple of minutes? Mad cow disease. Yeah, I don't want to go out like this. I'll never forget I was in my lady's house and her aunt made this. She bought. She went out. She went all out. She bought this expensive steak and she made it medium rare. And man, the blood was coming off that thing. You couldn't fuck with it. And I, I'm going to be rude and be like, can we cook this just a little more? So, so put, that, put mine in for So then, then her brother was like, I'm going to put this in the microwave for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that opened the door. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, if anybody want to do that, you go ahead and do that. Did that help? Oh, that stick was the, after the microwave. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, you want it on a pan, but uh, microwave, the steak was, the steak was still awesome. That's what's So I'm a steak dude. Oh, steak dudes. I mean, I hope I don't offend that, you know, push away any of our vegan and vegetarian yeah. listeners out there. Don't be so sensitive, vegans. <laughs> I'm not listening to the podcast again. Did you ever go through a phase where you're like, let me try this vegetarian thing out? Nah, I try, I've, I've tried, I don't know. Not for no long sit. Nah. No. No. I've tried to let me not eat pork. I tried to let me chill on the fried shit. I've tried to let me chill with the beef. But I never was like, let me just go straight vegetarian. What would you call the diets you just named? Like, would you have a name for them? Like, let me go pork free. Let me go... uh They seem very, like, specific. The pork free is very due to knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The... The the beef is kind of due to knowledge too, because then you'll hit somebody and hit you with the book. You know it takes seven days for beef to digest from your system. So you'd be like, all right, let me let me do not do that. And then what was the other one? Uh, fried. Fried is just you know that should kill you. Was that a news report you saw? You like that shit? Know. I mean, everybody, everybody that fuck with fried shit know that that shit could kill you. But that's that's the chance you take because that shit is I mean, is fry or die. Fry or die. You know, niggas want to get healthy when shit get, turns to a crisis. Yeah, man. I mean, especially when you see other people going through something. That always gives you a little wake-up call. 
Sometimes. Sometimes it take your ass going through some shit and being laid down, and then you like, oh, Lord, all right. If you give me another <laughs> shot, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to do better. Is your is your is your demon is your demon like fried foods? Is it sugar? Because with me it's been sugar lately. I gotta cut. I gotta cut back, man. Yeah, I gotta chill on the sugar. The sugar is is in everything. You know what I mean? Like fried, you know when you eating fried shit. You know what I'm saying? It's French fries. This is fried chicken. Sugar is in everything. Like bread. sugar is in in the, you know your bread. You eat, you drinking too much juice. You eating candy. You doing it like it could be. You know, it's just like yeah, take it easy. But uh. Everything else is boring though, man. It's just it's hard, it's hard to get off, man. I gotta get off. I'm I'm pretty good, but I gotta get off. Yeah, you just gotta make that shit part of your lifestyle. I was eating some yogurt today, some real bland ass Greek yogurt, and I was like, well, I think I could do this for the rest of my life. As long as later on in the day, shit get a little spicier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start the day responsible. I don't know what's gonna happen by nine p.m. Around nine p.m. and beyond, that's where shit starts to hit. But the you fan. control that breakfast though. Yeah, that breakfast I might be able to to rein that in. Get the probiotics. Yeah, and that only gives you full. That only makes you feel better about making dumb decisions. Well, I mean, I only had a yogurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you're gonna fucking kill yourself over some silly. And you use the yogurt to justify it. Then you watch shows like Man vs. Food and fucking you know diners, drive-ins, and dives, and they eating all of these fucking crazy fried and 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 you know super big ass sandwiches and. It, you know, you don't want to eat like that all the time. You will die. You eat like that every so often. That should be like an event. You know what I'm saying? Let's do some wild shit. Eat to live. But don't, 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 don't listen to me because I ain't, I'm not even heeding my own advice. How much of that is cultural though, man? Like even like, you know, so you look at soul food, you look at Latino food, it's heavy meals, dog. It's like. Yeah. Well, it's because it's also people coming from like not much. So it's one of those things where you see a like a big plate or a packed refrigerator, it makes you feel like, okay, things aren't that bad. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have much, you could at least be rich with food. Even if that food isn't good for you, as long as you don't go to bed with a with an empty stomach, you're doing yeah, all right. Yeah. And then that what happens is your your stomach is distended by the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 you yeah, realize yeah. you you're doing too much. But anyway. Well, I think a lot of it's cultural too. Yeah, it could be, man. So, but diabetes and diabetes. You know, that shit. I ain't got no culture. That shit get everybody. All right, so uh, where you at this week? Talking uh, about diabetes. I, yeah, talking about diabetes. I'm at New York Comedy Club on Saturday. Uh-huh. I'll be at the Stand uh, Comedy Club on Monday. Okay. And then I'm uh, I'm featuring for Gina Brion at Levity Live the weekend of January 2nd, 3rd, and the 4th. That's uh, we what's up. To, yeah, we got Did her weekend. special come out yet? Yeah, you can find it on Hulu, actually. Hulu.com, type in Gina Brion. Pacifically speaking. Pacifically huh? speaking. Shout out to Gina. That's my homegirl. All right, yeah, um, shout out to her. Good person. <coughs> funny. Hilarious. But we out there 2nd, uh, 3rd, and 4th at Levity Live. That's what Five it is. Five shows. Cool, cool, cool. I'm at the stand tonight at 810. This is going to be Wednesday. I'm at the stand. Uh, I'll be at the stand Saturday night as well and Sunday night, and I'm at the cellar Sunday night. So uh, fuck with me, man. Uh, we'll be back here next week, hopefully with Muhammad. But uh, you know, uh, subscribe to the to the iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud. Go to the Facebook backslash in the conversation. Holler at us on Twitter, man. We out. Peace. <laughs>